0: Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Sally Serves It Up podcast, episode seven. How have you all been? I had an amazing week off last week with half term. Um, and I've just been getting back into the groove of things this week, busy with clients, which is great, and developing an amazing new program for January, which I'm just so super excited about. I went to Munich for a long weekend to visit one of my oldest school friends. And we ate good food, and we drank some good wine, and we walked about literally twenty-five thousand steps every day. Um, which I, I thought that like I was a walker, but I found that <laughs> pretty full-on. Um, but it was lovely, and it counterbalanced a slightly more and intentionally indulgent weekend. And I had the best time just getting to know. My friend's little boy who was two and gorgeous. And it was just great to get away by myself and miss my boys. Um, I really sort of felt it in my heart by the end, like this aching and missing them all. And you don't have that when you spend all your time with them. So it was really good to feel that and then to come home to to them and back to the grind and the reality and the monotony. And the imperfections. So, this week, I want to talk to you about what other people think when you're changing how you eat and drink. I think that I could talk about this in lots of different ways. I'm really going to focus this week on how you eat and drink when you're out with your friends. So, I think that I'll definitely talk about like a familial situation in the run up to Christmas. But, um, and you know, that kind of like eating at home with your family vibe. But for now, this is kind of like, you're on a diet, you're like, I don't love the word diet, but you're changing how you eat and drink. And you're trying to show up for that, as well as show up for the people in your life. And you're out in kind of like social situations. And this episode is speaking to that. So when you change how you eat and drink people are going to have opinions about it and when you change anything about yourself people will always have opinions about it if their brain is 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 cogging and working and that's pretty normal you can expect it but where it gets a little tricky is when we make this into kind of a big deal and sometimes we make it mean that we shouldn't be making those changes that we should feel kind of embarrassed or shame for wanting to make them, that we should just go back to the status quo and stop trying. So when you're out and you're trying something new with your food or alcohol, and you're worried what other people might think, and you feel embarrassed or shame from that place, what tends to happen is you end up not sticking to what you had originally planned to eat and drink, um you do things to placate others you stop trusting yourself you doubt your decisions you stop believing in the possibility of change for yourself and you probably buffer a bit with food and alcohol like you don't just go off plan you might actually end up eating more than you like even physically need eating past the point of full drinking one more glass of wine because you've kind of gone into fuck it mode um where you throw the baby out with the bathwater. And as a result, you stop listening to what you truly want for yourself. You're prioritizing someone else's thoughts, whether they're perceived or actually been told to you over your own beliefs. And you sacrifice your results for the sake of someone else's. You don't like the discomfort of the emotion you're feeling and you just want it to go away And it's easier in the moment to revert back to your usual habits, like the usual way that you do things, than to persevere with the new way, the new approach that you had decided on before when there was no perceived judgment of it, when you couldn't feel that judgment in your body. So what I suggest to do is go out with your plan always plan planning is i would say the like key pillar of changing how you eat and drink in the way that i like to do it with coaching and plan exactly what you're going to have it has details it has alcohol quantities um and you just do this ahead of time and i recommend anticipating in advance how you might feel in the moment when it's time to place your orders. You can anticipate what you might be thinking in the moment and you can make a plan for a strategy ahead of time. What might you decide to believe about your food and drinks plan that will serve you in that moment? What might anchor you to your plan, to yourself? And when it's all happening, so say you're at dinner and you're placing your orders, like become the watcher. Say you've decided not to drink, this is, and you're placing the order. It's like become the watcher of what's going on when you're placing that order or when you've told your friends that you're not going to have a glass of wine. So maybe they don't want to get a bottle. Maybe they do. Who cares? Um, but it's like, imagine becoming the watcher of that situation. You can notice if you feel discomfort in your body and you can ask yourself why. And if you think it's because of kind of the fear of the perceived judgment from others, you can make a decision about how to handle it. What I like to do sometimes, it's not always, um, it's not always sort of like appropriate. It doesn't always fit the situation. But often I like to imagine holding up a mirror, not to myself, but to the other person. And I've done this before when someone has commented that I wasn't drinking um, and kind of made a bit of a big deal about it. And I just imagined holding up a mirror to that person. What they're saying, what they're feeling, what they're believing is totally on them. And if they think these things make the night more special or you more fun, that's on them. If they think that what I do or don't drink, like, has anything to do with how much fun or happiness they're experiencing, it's on them, not me. It's a mirror to their thoughts, not mine. And I think about how I know that I'm 100% enough and I challenge myself in those moments to create connection beyond food and alcohol. Focusing on this idea of connection is very powerful and I find it really motivating how can I listen better? How can I be more present? How can I make the night as good as I want it to be? If there isn't some sort of perceived mutual funness happening in drinking and eating the same, what else can I make a mutual experience? How else can I create fun? And it's through connection and it's always available to you. You can make decisions ahead of time with your best interest leading the show. And when the time comes around to make those decisions your reality, to order and follow through with what you had planned to eat and drink, you can remind yourself that you know exactly what to do for your body and mind. And from there, you'll feel empowered. And from that place of of empowerment, you stick to your plan. Like you calmly respond to any questions or pushback, like brackets, there may be none. <laughs> you trust and believe in yourself and you don't buffer your emotions away. You give your body exactly what it needs and nothing it doesn't. And from there, weight loss is a byproduct. But but what, what's like been driving it is not necessarily even like this goal to weigh less. It's Like what's driving it is self-belief and trust and confidence that only you know what's best for you. I got to a point in my life where I decided that I no longer want to put anything in my body that's for the sake of someone else and to the detriment of my goals. Now, I find this really powerful and really motivating, but it doesn't it's not always perfect. And I just never want to paint a picture that like, there are no imperfections. Of course there are, it still happens sometimes, but change doesn't happen without learning. And I just keep working towards that decision being my total reality. I've made huge shifts and changes in my behavior that feel totally aligned with what I want and the person I want to be. And it just feels so good moving closer to that, to keep moving towards it no matter what happens. I keep learning, I keep trying, I keep loving on myself and believing in the possibility of my unique, amazing future. Another thing to consider with this whole judgment and like what other people are going to think situation is that more times than not, people just don't even care. I remember like I used to want to know whether someone else was going to be drinking, and I'd be like, great, I can drink too. And if someone wasn't going to be drinking, then I'd be like, oh, now I can't drink. And now these questions just don't even come into my mind, really. Um It's like good friends, good family, they care more about your happiness, your contentedness than what you're having. And for sure, it might be an adjustment for them. I have experienced that myself, but like they'll get on board just as you'll get on board. It's all part of the process. Like whatever comes up is part of your experience and it doesn't mean that what you're trying to do is wrong. I found that as soon as I started showing that I was so much happier with this way of doing things, it was pretty hard for anyone to argue with. And no one's really there to have an argument with you. And if they care more about what you're having with what you're doing, that's also totally okay. This is like a really key shift that you can make for yourself if you want. It's like you can show those people who do have a problem, who do actually voice points to you, like, why aren't you drinking? Oh, like, you know, seeming annoyed about it. You can show them unconditional love with how you respond to them, like through not arguing or feeling defensive, or even sort of acquiescing as like a gesture towards them. And you can still show yourself unconditional love in respecting your plan and what you want for yourself. This is when that question of like, what would love do? Or what is the most loving thing I can do right now is a really powerful thing to ask yourself in those moments. And like perceived judgments are also, you know, they're just that they are perceived. You don't know they're true. And we might have a good hunch that someone does think these things. Often my hunches have been true. I have, you know, found out actual words said about things about me. But we don't know they're fact unless we're true. And I'm not trying to like gaslight the situation. But thoughts like, they'll think I'm boring. They'll think I'm being high maintenance. They'll think I'm not having fun. It's like, those thoughts are with you. They're from within your own judgment of yourself. And it's so effective to identify those intention, like unintentional thoughts in that way. So you can decide how to respond to them. Like really asking if if they're true, like what's true in these thoughts? Like, am I boring? I remember it's like, I know I'm not boring. even if I drink or I don't drink. And if someone else thinks I am, that's fine. That's their opinion. But I know I'm not boring. I think I'm incredibly riveting, as you can tell by me (laughs) having this podcast. But anyway, I digress. So it's like you ask yourself questions like, what's true? What do you want to believe? Why does it matter if they're judging you? To be honest, most of the time, I just think piss off to those thoughts, like those thoughts that I'm having about myself that are like, people are going to think I'm boring. She thinks I'm high maintenance. She thinks that I'm diet obsessed. It's like, she thinks I'm not having fun. And I just, I know they're not true. I know that they are thoughts that my brain is offering me and I can just respond to those thoughts and know that they're not true. I'm enough. I've got my own back. End of story. Let's go. And anything that happens, whatever my experience of the night is, is my experience. Like it's my truth. It's the truth of the night. It's not filtered to fit with someone else's thoughts so that they can have an easier experience of the night or of me. And I'm willing to like live my truth in order to live my most authentic life that is in line with who I am, with what I want, with where I want to go. And it comes back to deciding if you want to live your life based on like some perceived, anticipated judgment that you don't even know whether is happening or not, or based on listening to your true sense of self, your true desire, the things you want for yourself, and letting those things begin to create your life experience, to create your results. Let them begin to unravel and unfold and paint a picture that's uniquely yours. You'll get so much more congruence within you. Your thoughts will line up with your feelings and your actions will be in response to your feelings that you're fully on board with and you'll begin to create the outcomes that you want. This is like what I mean when I talk about weight loss I guess in a kind of like a lofty way, like how it's about more than numbers on the scale because of course it is, like how could it not be? It doesn't matter what you weigh, it's about how in setting that number and in finding your natural weight, in actually reaching it and working towards it and consistently moving, you start building that belief in yourself to create what you want to trust yourself, to build evidence that sort of begets confidence. And it's that confidence that then can drive you in other areas of your life beyond weight loss. Like what can that confidence create for you way beyond, you know, the number? You get to weigh a natural weight that feels really good to you. You get to feel power and agency and ease around food and alcohol. And you get to get on with other things in your life with all of these tools and this sense of congruity and space and alignment going on for you. I just love it so, so much. You can only focus on yourself and you can hold love for what you want and love for what others might think. And for all just to like exist Be okay and not mean. Anything has to change. It doesn't mean that you have to sacrifice what you want in order to create and impact someone else's experience. And an interesting question you can ask yourself if you're feeling worried or whatever kind of negative emotion in terms of sticking to your planned food and alcohol and like the judgment of others. Instead of even asking if the thought that's causing the uncomfortable feeling is true, you can just ask yourself, why don't you want to feel that emotion? It's compelling to consider, like you're having an emotion, It doesn't feel great, so what? Like you don't have to respond, you can acknowledge it's there, you can identify it. Are you willing to feel your discomfort in order to reach your goals? Can you process and allow your emotions and allow them to move through you in order to move forwards. Like that's when you wanna think about how good it will feel when you reach your goal. How proud will you be knowing you worked through the, the like the discomfort that you accepted it as part of creating the outcomes that you want? Because it's just not gonna feel great all the way through and you might as well just like sign up for that. If you really want that result, if you really believe in that goal, then you can go for it and just expect the discomfort. And if you say to yourself, I'm willing to feel this, it creates a totally different experience, a totally different outcome, and it will take way less time to get to your goal if you opt in to those uncomfortable, negative emotions rather than try and push them away or expect them not to be there like you will still be able to move forwards without reverting back to old habits. And that's why it's kind of like more efficient. And I'm not saying that it's always easy and perfect and will always happen, but I will say that like when you're in a rush and you really want something, the fastest way to get to your destination, to get to your goal is to be able to be with the discomfort, to be able to be with the most difficult, times, like the more difficult emotions that you find like difficult and hard to process. So my advice is make a plan for your food and drink based around your goals. Decide ahead of time what you want to think about that plan and also what you want to kind of like anticipate in advance what other people think and what you can believe about their judgment and then put it into action. So like without a plan, there's just like no anchor point. So it's a super, super important fundamental part of this. And then you can consciously start reframing what other people do or don't do. You can start building evidence that like, oh, okay, when I went for dinner and I did that, no one gave a shit. And then when I went for dinner and I did this, people like that one person commented, but then the other person wanted to know more about what I was doing. And, you know, like someone said something, someone didn't say something. And you can just, you're running a huge experiment and you're creating evidence and you're using it all as a tool, as a learning, so that you can then adjust it, tweak it, you know, make it more adapt, like adapt it so it's unique and perfect for you and how you feel in those situations. You can have a great time. And so can the other people. But you're not responsible for their great time. You're only responsible for yourself. And it's so amazing when you really lean into that, because that's when you focus on building connection, on trusting yourself and honoring yourself. Because imagine how you show up as a person when you're in full belief that you're just responsible for yourself. You've got your own back, you believe in what you want. You trust the journey, you trust the process. It's just a really beautiful thing and I just I'm just like, I, I want you to get curious about what that might be be like for you and how that might feel. because really it is about this alignment and it's about this congruity where you're doing things based on what you really want, where your actions are matched up with what you want for yourself, what you believe is possible for yourself rather than based on trying to control someone else's experience. Because it, to me, that just seems like a waste of energy and a waste of time. And everyone is there and to love you and you can support them and they can support you however they like, but it doesn't need to be what dictates your experience. You dictate your experience and you're always in control of that. Okay, that is it for now. Thank you so much for listening. And please share this podcast with anyone that you think might like it. I appreciate that more than you know. And I've got a couple of dinner parties coming up. So I will be sharing some lovely recipes. I know that I haven't been talking that much about cooking, but that's because I have been eating super simple, um, you know, (laughs) typical food that you see that I eat on Instagram and um, in general. So I'll I'll be cooking some nice set piece meals very soon. And I will share those with you as well, because I know that some of you really like them. Thanks again. And I will see you next week. Bye.